0: In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about a suitable amount of capital letters, the lower threat level in anagrams in Indiana Jones style challenges, and touching a Yeti with a majestic mustache and distracting nipples. In our discussion of Lumberjanes, Beware the Kitten Holy, created by Noelle Stevenson, Shannon Waters, Grace Ellis, and Brooklyn Allen. Howdy. welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult, books, series, authors and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Claire. And today we're going to discuss Lumberjanes, Beware of the Kitten-Holy, created by Noelle Stevenson, Shannon Waters, Grace Ellis and Brooklyn Allen.
0: Standard disclaimer. If you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read the book and then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just like the show so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. I'm wearing the hat you get me. Yay, your Bigfoot hat. It's appropriate. Look, it's cool. I love it. It's a very appropriate hat to wear today. Even though there are no bigfoots, there is a lot of outdoorsiness and you know a bigfoot could occur at any moment.
1: Well, exactly. When you're in the the great outdoors, having the great summer camp adventure, many different things can happen.
0: Many, many different many. things. Many bigfoots many. could appear. <laughs>
1: Does your background information have Bigfoot?
0: Uh, no. (laughs) No, it doesn't.
1: I am sad now. I know, I'm (laughs) sorry.
0: My background info comes from an interview with Noelle Stevenson. Or N.D. Stevenson. Depending on the time and what exactly you're talking about. Mm. Anyway, um, they were talking about growing up. And, you know, not necessarily liking the girly stories, girly things that happen. So I took this out of the middle of their response to the question that they were asked. They said, I didn't like the stories where it was people telling girls that they couldn't do things and girls did it anyway. I didn't want people to be like, no, you're a girl. I didn't want people to make a big deal of them being a girl. I just wanted them to have fun. So it was very important with Levered Janes. We didn't see any male characters until book four. I just didn't even want that to be an influence on them. I just wanted them to be on their own, and we tried to avoid a lot of the whole girls' rule, boys' drool, whatever. I'm not interested in that. It's very boring to me. Boy characters are just... More characters for them to interact with. And I like that. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week with the found family. And like, yes. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you're a succubus and you're a hob and you're a ratkin and you're an orc. It doesn't matter. You're just there. Yeah. And I like that too. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, so is that your initial thought?
0: That I like that it's okay for people to just be people? Well. It could be, but I also want to say everyone knows how much we love Nimona.
1: I'm very much looking forward to the Netflix.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we decided to read something else, Andy Stevenson, and they had their hand in. I, I was in. I'm into it. Let's do it.
1: Yes, we've both at one point recommended Lumberjanes without actually having read it yet,
0: so yes. now
1: we can recommend it,
0: fully knowing
1: what it's about.
0: We can, we can. We can and will and do and are and <laughs> am and is and was and will. What? You, you did? Probably. It's hard to say, I don't know. It's getting awkward,
1: know. that's all I know. <laughs> I'm just going to give you my initial thoughts and move on. Probably you should. Have you ever seen the cartoon Gravity Falls? No. It's ostensibly for kids. It is on uh, Disney Plus. It was on the Disney Channel. Um, but it's got a huge like adult following as well. And it's about two kids who go and live with their uncle uh, in a place called Gravity Falls. And mysterious and wonderful and magical things happen. There is monsters. There is occult happenings. It is... Delightful and everywhere, and there's a chord, like there's a weird chord put at the end of the credits every week that if you can decipher you can, you know how it ends. And I've recently started rewatching it because I missed a lot of the episodes. So check out Gravity Falls because if you like Gravity Falls and you like Mademoiselle Geraldine's finishing academy for young ladies of qualité, you are going to love Lumberjanes, because essentially Lumberjanes no is Gravity Falls meets Madame Shadow finishing school.
0: I'm upset with you that you didn't say it in its full glory every single time. Academy
1: for Young Ladies of Qualité. 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 <laughs> in the bad French accent, would you like this pain au chocolat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't talk about pain de chocolat again. <laughs> <laughs> Please go and see last week's episode.
1: <laughs> Shall we dive into the summary? Headlong without looking where we're going.
0: Yes, as is the way of the lumberjane. Should we start should we start with the lumberjane's pledge? Yes. <sighs> Excellent. <laughs> I, I solemnly swear to do my, my best every day, day and in all, all that I do day, to be brave and strong to be truthful and compassionate to be interesting and interested to pay attention and question the world around me to think to of others first to always, always help protect and protect my, my friends a and line then there's a lot about, about God or whatever, or whatever. and, and to make the to world a, world a place, place, better place for lumberjane scouts and for everyone else now that's over with Let's begin. Let us begin, indeed, with the Up All Night Badge. Mm -hmm. Nature is great during the day, but there's even more to experience when the sun goes down. Curiosity and courage are important to a lumberjane. She wants to test her wits with the elements and experience the possible truths while the rest of the world sleeps. The Up All Night Badge is for the Lumberjane who has conquered the unknown during the day and is ready to explore and learn what goes bump in the night.
1: It's night time and April is wandering the woods in her red cloak and clutching her torch.
0: Her flashlight! They're not British! (laughs) Flashlight!
1: (laughs) A deer dashes in front of her, startling... And causing April to drop her torch.
0: Flashlight!
1: As she bends to pick up her torch. <laughs> no flashlight! There is a looming figure with four glowing eyes behind her. Then there is screaming. The figure is actually her friends and fellow Limber Janes, Marl and Molly. They were exploring the river and only found gross spiders. So they came to find her instead. Jo comes along and reminds them that this is supposed to be a stealth mission. When a loud, It
0: interrupts her. Poopos! There are many shadows of creatures with three eyes in the trees looking at the lumberjanes. April screams, To grandmother's house we go! When the demonic foxes attack. Guess they're doing this. As they make snappy red riding hood quips, the lumberjanes battle the foxes. But where's Ripley? Riding one of the foxes and punching it in the eyes, which is not surprising at all. It's on brand. As it poofs out of existence, a gold ring drops to the grass. Then, as one, the foxes howl into the air and words appear. Beware the kitten holy. What the junk? This is all very confusing, but they have to worry about decoding the cryptic message later. They need to get back to camp before Jen wakes up.
1: Together they sneak back to Ms. Quinzella Thesquin Pinquilquil Thistle Crumpets Camp for Hardcore Lady Types. French up to the max! But they aren't in the clear. Jen, their camp counsellor, is awake and catches them. Firing off excuses about a bear woman and magic foxes gives her a headache, so Jen marches them to Rosie, the camp director. Rosie is wielding an axe and using it to carve an eagle's foot <laughs> when they enter. Out of wood, I should say. She's not too bothered about the girls being out all night, but being in the woods, oh, that sounds bad. It
0: does. Sending Jen to get everyone some hot cocoa, Rosie gets the whole story. The girls saw an old woman outside their cabin, being super weird and saying lots of swears they'd never heard before. Then whoosh, she changes into a bear, so obviously they followed it, met some foxes they beat up, and now they're here. While the events of the night are being recounted, Ripley, who desperately needs to pee, spots a funny-shaped glowing green jewel in the director's bathroom. She's very intrigued by it, but does she take it? In the main room, Rosie is impressed by the story, asks the girls to recount the Lumberjane Pledge, and sends them on their way with a warning that they are going to see some stuff they might not understand over the summer, and they should stick together and remember their pledge. Oh, and stop by her table at breakfast for their up-all-night badges.
1: Naval gauging badge. Lumberjanes can find their way around any situation and recognise the importance of naval abilities to navigate any body of water. A Lumberjane understands the importance of safety and that the wilderness can lull an unsuspecting person to a false sense of security. A Lumberjane will remain ready and able because drowning is a scary way to go.
0: It's time for the Lumberjanes to prove their seaworthiness, so Jen takes them to that cruel mistress – the river. Ripley wants to see a whale or a shark, and Mal is convinced that there are monsters everywhere. Jen, already losing her patience, dispels any notions they may have. Before pushing off in their canoes, Joe asks for a final tip. April says, Yeah, don't tip over, <laughs> <laughs> and earns the Pungent Master badge. Everything's going well until <gasps> Rapids <gasps>
1: Jen orders everyone to head to shore, but April and Joe are caught in the current. In the panel they do not look displeased by this. No. Mal and Molly need to save their palace law, Mal is terrified, but Ripley, not one to be left out of the action, dives into the river to help her friends, leaving Jen alone in the canoe. Luckily for her, Molly pulls her out of the water just before a river monster attacks. <laughs> April pulls a scrunchie off her wrist And pings it at the river monster's middle eye Sending it a thrashing rage And scaring it off They all make it to the shore But Mal is being carried by Molly She was underwater and now isn't breathing The friends start to perform CPR But Ripley takes a running jump Onto Mal Expelling the water Whatever works Ripley saves the day As Molly helps Mal stand Jor puts another gold ring into her bag. Mm. Mm.
0: The canoes are broken, so they need to head back to camp on foot. The lumberjanes are tired and hungry, and then a three-eyed eagle steals their candy bar. (laughs) Ripley chases the bird to the top of a tree, gets distracted by the spectacular view, and spots a tower by the water. Ripley then crashes back to the ground and finds a cave. There's some debate over whether they should go into the cave, but then Ripley dives straight down, so the rest have to follow. At the bottom of the slide down, the Lumberjanes find themselves in a cavern with carved pillars and giant statues.
1: Everything under the Sum Badge. A Lumberjane will learn to use math in everyday situations and recognize how math makes the wilderness easier to traverse. Math will help the Lumberjane prepare for any adventure or task and help her friends set up for success because math leads to a basic understanding of life.
0: This is bad. The Lumberjanes can't go back. The slope they slid down is too steep to climb back up, and the hall they've landed in is rather creepy and cultish, so they can't stay. The only option is to go further into the tunnel. But, like, who put all of this stuff here? Ripley thinks it was the Holy Kitten. Mal thinks it's a weird cult, while April thinks it was probably witches. After traveling through a very dark tunnel, the Lumberjanes enter another chamber with a huge talking statue. Mr. Talking Statue declares, None may pass unless they best him in a feat of strength. Flex muscles. Show the guns. I have no guns. The challenge? Arm wrestling. April rolls up her sleeves as she steps forward and proceeds to kick Mr. Talking Statue's butt by snapping his arm off. Try flexing now, (laughs) hehehe, pungent master. This grants them access through the door.
1: George jinxes the situation by asking what else the weirdo tunnel has in store for them. Don't, Don't, mm
0: don't, don't call attention to it
1: because Molly immediately steps on a trap, which causes arrows to shoot at them. And another statue, this one with an owl head, a glowing red jewel in its chest, and a giant scythe takes a swing (laughs) at them. Unfortunately, they can't escape because the door out of the chamber is closed. Mal shouts, Ripley! Fastball smashal! And then she throws Ripley at the owl statue, knocking it down. Mal grabs the red jewel from the statue's chest and inserts it in the hole in the door, causing it to open. They dash through is the owl statue, who, in the picture, has really voluptuous bosoms. Such a nice bosom. So nice. Chases them. Together they run down the hall as the door at the end starts to lower. In true Indiana Jones style.
0: Like All of this is Indiana Jones. All of
1: it. <laughs> Molly loses her coonskin cap and has to reach back under the closing door and rescue it just in the nick of time. Everyone is unscathed, though Mal did get a bruise on her shoulder
0: when she tried to stop the door from squishing Molly. The Lumberjanes aren't safe yet, and now they're in a puzzle room. The floor is made up of intermittent pillars, each with a random letter or number on the top. Ripley charges forward and the pillar crumbles beneath her, but luckily April catches her. Jo realizes that it's a Fibonacci sequence and starts jumping along, the rest of the Lumberjanes following in her footsteps. On the other side, the Lumberjanes enter another chamber with nonsensical words carved into the dome ceiling. This is another another Indiana Jones. It's also a little rest of evil as well. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But seriously, there's the the scene when he's going after the grail and he has to step on the right panels to spell out words
1: God with an I.
0: I think it's Jehovah.
1: Jehovah. But it's not Jehovah with a J, it's with an with an an I. Molly takes a quick glance and declares it's a room full of anagrams with one of the sentences saying, The truth is out there. With a gasp, (gasps) Molly grabs April's diary and starts ripping up the page where she wrote, Beware the kitten holy! to reveal, in the tower by the lake.
0: I love a good word, (gasps) Puzzle! I love a good anagram. Ripley
1: Ripley yells that she saw a tower by the lake and Joe declares that they should check it out. But how are they going to escape? The answer is written on the ceiling, and no Ripley. It does not mean to pee on some stuff. It's open sesame. Of course. Of course it is. A rope ladder unfurls from the top of the dorm and they manage to get back to camp. Rosie and Jen are reporting their disappearance to a ranger when they burst into the director's cabin. As their group hug a very upset Jen, Rosie tells them that she's glad they had fun, but their punishment is moose-stable duty for a week. Yay? It's it's a split decision of a yay or nay. Do you know who would
0: be excited about seeing a moose in the woods? Stevie Bell. Stevie Bell. Robin Hood Badge. Lumberjanes recognize the benefits of hand-eye coordination. What once was considered a sport can help a lumberjane develop this skill. A lumberjane must rely on herself when in nature, not on manufactured items. The skill of archery will be learned within the safety of camp, and with the support of her friends, a lumberjane will hone her ability and confidence. After all, a sharp eye shows sharp wit. Jen has taken the lumberjanes on a hike at their
1: behest. However, they are impatient and want to explore the tower and not look at plants in tiny, tiny detail for very, very long periods of time. Finally, the tower comes into sight, but Jen is suspicious of them. Justifiably. Just then, April spots a giant footprint in the grass. Going to investigate, they find a yeti sitting in the foliage.
0: Oh! 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 Oh!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It has these, like, giant pink nipples... And like they're very distracting.
0: They are, and they have the most handsomest, handsomest mustaches in the entire world.
1: Oh, they are—they are gentlemen.
0: They are dapper with their oh yeah giant pink nipples.
1: <laughs> when it rolls at them, the Lumberjans run back to Jen, knock her into her, and as one tumble over the edge of a hill into some poison ivy. Watching all this is a group of Boy Scouts. The scouts offer them ointment and cookies back at their camp, yay. Mr. Theodore Tarquin Reginald Lancelot Herman Crumpet's camp for boys. Be watchful. Be prepared.
0: At the boys' camp, Jen is overwhelmed by the cleanliness, the tea, the cookies. How does Ned, their scout leader, do it? She must know Ned's ways. Suddenly, the camp director thunders in. He's a big, hairy man with an eye patch and a bad attitude. He hates tea, thinks girls are ill, and that womenfolk are stupid. After shouting and belittling everyone, he leaves to catch a fish by wrestling it away from a bear. Joe asks one of the scouts, Barney, how they can get to the tower by the lake because they think it could help them solve some of the mysteries they've encountered. Barney will help distract Jen while the lumberjanes sneak out. As one, they get up and go to the bathroom. Subtle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Once outside, they spot a group of Yetis talking about how gross humans are. Uh, one so of them gross. was nearly touched by one.
0: Ew, ew, ew. Ew, ew, ew. Ew.
1: Ew. The yetis have been hired to guard the tower, and no, they won't say by who. Thankfully, Ripley brought all the cookies and uses them to bribe the yetis to
0: let them pass. They've gained access to the creepy tower, and now they climb. The tower is a lighthouse, but instead of a light at the top, there is a golden bow and quiver of arrows. Molly has her Robin Hood badge, so they want her to keep hold of it and leave a note explaining that they borrowed it. It's very responsible. It is. Back at the boys' camp, Jen realizes the lumberjanes have been gone to the bathroom for a little bit too long. While Ned tries to calm her down, something overcomes him and all the other scouts, too. They suddenly have glowing white eyes and pointy teeth. They've gone rabid! (gasps) (gasps) Jen escapes by throwing a bowl of green beads, causing the scouts to have to stop and pick them up because they can't have such a mess.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, the Lumberjanes are making their way back, hoping Jen hasn't noticed. they have gone. But then they see Jen running and screaming in their direction, followed by the rabid scouts. The Lumberjanes run away, April knocking Barney to the ground. This seems to, like, actually knock some sense back into him, causing him to recognise her.
0: But then April runs after her friends. Way to go, April. Yeah. The Lumberjanes cross a rope bridge, stretched across a ravine. Molly waits on the other side, bow drawn, arrow notched, for April to make it across. When she does, Molly lets the arrow fly, slicing through the rope supports and stopping the rabid scouts from following. Jen wants to know what the junk just happened. Joe thinks the scouts were possessed and worries it could happen to them, too. Jen realises that all the monsters the Lumberjanes told her about are real, and she didn't believe them. But now she does, and she's on their side. Meanwhile, all the rabid scouts are
1: congregated in front of a creepy wooden stage lit by flaming torches. A figure in shadows holds a golden scepter with an all-seeing eye on the top. You have failed me, he shouts, but not to worry, he tells them with a big, creepy smile, because next time, they'll be prepared. (gasps) End of volume one.
0: Aww, and that's all we're talking about today. Aww, I've got the first four volumes I'm going to be
1: reading, thank you. (gasps) (laughs) Because I got to
0: know. Yay! Everyone, go grab um, some cookies or some cocoa, maybe a s'more.
1: Ooh, ooh!
0: And then we'll come back and meet right here. But don't disappear for too long, and don't run off and climb a tower and disappear and leave us here by ourselves with the rabbit boy scouts.
1: Do not okay? chase the bear woman.
0: Don't touch a yeti.
1: Don't touch a yeti. Let's
0: well, by. Hi, I'm Bethany Finger, the host of Prince Kai FanPod, a Marissa Meyer Book Club podcast. Join me every week during my read along journey through all of the books by author Marissa Meyer, one chapter at a time, spoiler free. Each episode will feature a different guest, new fan art, and laughter and joy through reading. You can find Prince Kai Fampod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other listening platforms. And now, back to the show. <laughs> Did you touch a Yeti? <laughs> I might have touched a Yeti. Oh, going let you Just because you're cute. Thanks. <laughs> oh. I really enjoyed this. It was very cute, very short, sweet, fun, adorable. Yeah. I know when we've done graphic novels in the past, they've always
1: been standalones, and they've always been yes. thicker volumes. Well, yes. that's a lie. *Lore of Olympus* is volume one, but that's all that's currently right. available in book form. So that's that's by the way, a time and of that's recording. what we're
0: talking about. The exactly. books, yes. not the web book. web
1: two. No. I didn't realise how many volumes of Lumberjanes there were. Like, in the comic shop, there was 20 of them.
0: Yeah, there's so many of and them. that's just the main series. Yeah. There's spin-offs yes. and lots of other things.
1: Yes. So I'm, I'm perfectly delighted because I need a new long series to get my teeth into. So when we were talking about what to cover and we you know, thought about Lumberjanes at last... So, mm-hmm. Yes, I can finally get my teeth into it. So yeah, it's this 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 is totally my graphic novel bag. It's weird, it's wonderful, it's girl power.
0: Yes. I feel like last week's episode was all you, and this week's episode is all you, but like the other half of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do feel like I've slightly taken over June.
0: Yeah, you have. I'm just hanging out. I just like you. Of Claire. Yeah, I just like you, so I'm I'm here. Okay. And it's fine. Yeah.
1: We'll we we'll, we we'll, yeah. we'll get some get some horror, some zombies in next month.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's got to happen. And also, you know, coming up, not next week, but the next week, we've, you know, we're back with Tegan Frost, hanging out and moving shit with our mind. So yeah. it's fine. It's all good. It's fine. Everything's fine.
1: (laughs) We haven't done any Regency romance this month, so you're safe.
0: I am. If that happens...
1: No, I'm saving that from from you. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll keep that separated from you.
0: Thank you. I will
1: take that, gleefully, for the team.
0: Thank you. But Anyway, let's talk about this.
1: I mean, to be fair, though, this was absolutely batshit crazy. Like, it was bonkers. it
0: was bonkers. It was a bunch
1: of girls... Friends to the max, found family, weird stuff happening to them. Throw in some Indiana Jones style shenanigans and a mystery. What's yeah. not to love about yeah. it? Yeah,
0: it's wonderful in every way. The uh, actually, the only thing I didn't really care for was what the junk because they said it too much for my taste. Yeah, yeah, but it it, it, it wasn't is a, a great. It wasn't
1: the best catchphrase.
0: No, but this is, you know, separate pieces. It's it's four comics bound into one. So if you're not getting what the junk, back to back to back to back, maybe you'll like it more.
1: Yeah, one well, episode is not bad. Fa- not bad. What I got a little thrown by was there was one character, and I can cannot remember which one. Um, But they're always, when they're exclaiming the name people, I'm like, I don't know who that is. You know, I don't know who that person is. Yeah, I
0: I did like it, though, because it's all, like... Like,
1: who's Bessie Coleman?
0: I know the answer to this. Uh, She's, a like, a a pilot? That's the word. (gasps) She's an aviator. She's, um... um, She's the uh, first... First black woman to be a pilot? Or something? Something like that
1: okay I'm, I'm googling now early civil american civil aviator she was the first african american woman and first native american pilot
0: Wow. oh okay That's well really cool. i mean i knew some of it well this, i knew
1: this is a good thing with the lumberjanes it's it's making us have this conversation like who's this person and we should know who this person is. i mean obviously you do because she's american she's american history so you've probably Unconsciously or conscious, you or consciously heard of her I've before. Um, yes, have I've no end as a Brit. No, no, she's not going to have been included in in any history background that I've ever been taught. But that's really interesting, and so now I'm going to have to go back through and pick the names out and do some research. So I, I really enjoy that actually about Lumberjanes. It's making me actually look a little bit more. I looked a little bit more into the characters because I was like. I needs I needs to know I need to know, um, jaw. They also, oh sorry, jaw is trans. Oh, yeah, um, which I kind of like. I, I I knew there was a trans character, but I wasn't sure who was, and I was just.
0: And t- that's t- 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 part t- of the, the joy about it because it doesn't matter because they're a delightful character yes. and they're just wonderful, in yep. how they they choose to be
1: just me being very nosy um and Jo and april are cousins and best friends i didn't know that yeah yeah That's very um, sweet and mal and molly it is inferred
0: in the book there are looks and a lot of concern for each other's well-being i think they're holding hands in one of the panels too
1: Yes, Mal is definitely a lesbian, and at this stage, Molly's um preferences are not stipulated. Um but yes, <laughs> spoilers. Yes, so I had I had to delve in there, especially because it's June, and it, it, I mean, yes, we're doing spiteful Baker month is our theme. Well, let's not forget it's um in America, it's Pride Month, so it's nice to take you know acknowledge characters and authors and illustrators who are also LGBTQ plus
0: yeah but you know we do that all the time anyway
1: it's just standard practice for us we're just kind of it highlighting is. it because it's yeah you know, yeah
0: but just know that we're not this isn't like a token thing for us we're always <sighs> it's we're reading it that we We
1: decided, and then I kind of think it was about a week later. I went,
0: "Oh, it's Pride
1: Month in the U.S. That's so cool because it's we have our Pride is a different month." Mm, Yeah. So it should just
0: be all Pride all the time.
1: Well, exactly. I completely agree with that.
0: Let's change it. Yeah. Me and you, right now. Done. All Pride, all the time.
1: It's canon.
0: (laughs) Do you know something else that I appreciated? And I started to say this a minute ago, and then we started talking about something else. But, um, you know, the when they shout out the famous Bessie female Coleman. exclamations, yeah. I can only recall two off the top of my head. Bessie Coleman and Mae Jemison. And Mae Jemison is a black astronaut. So it, it feels to me like they're not just famous women. They're famous women of colour. Yes. Which is even better to shout about. Yes.
1: I, I, Yay! I, it, it's a positive platform. It's a platform that's being used in a very positive way. And how can you not love that?
0: You have to. You have to love it.
1: And the artwork is so good. Like, the, 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 four, the, the front cover of the collected edition is done by Andy Stevenson, and you know we know from Nemona how good their art style is and how much they <laughs> absolutely love it. Yes. and <laughs> I do wonder how much Andy's influence over the the sum of all the the math badge, which its entire name has completely gone out of my brain. Um, everything under the sum badge, uh-huh. because in Nymorna science,
0: science, yes.
1: So yeah, you can, you, you can distinctly tell that the same talent is behind both yeah. and yeah, it's made me very excited. I think when we, when I saw the pictures coming out from the Netflix animation studio, for Mona and we were finally saying yes, it's happening after years of development, it's finally happening. I'm sure I, I thought oh, love the chance. And you had thought at exactly the same time and it's just so exciting. It's, I just, I just love it. I love Andy's art style. It's yeah. just it. It's comicky, but it's not at the same time. I don't know. I just think it's a really clean style. Style. You can really yes. get a lot of it. They're very good at saying a lot with no words.
0: Yes, and it's also just adorable. Yes. Yeah. Oh I
1: mean, yeah. Those yeti nipples. My gosh, they were glorious.
0: They really were. They really, really were. And the mustaches.
1: Majestic.
0: And like swoopy hairdos and everything. Everything about the yetis. Just top notch. The
1: owl head statue. Those bosoms were distracting.
0: That was... that was a nice set of bosom. (laughs) Definitely. And you know how we feel about talking about bosoms. Do you know, I really enjoyed all of the Indiana Jones stuff. Yes. Because that whole set. Trial? that Challenge? Challenge, yes. Was all Indiana Jones. All Indiana Jones, all the time. The only thing they were missing was the giant ball rolling at them.
1: Yes! I'm surprised they didn't have to replace an idol with a ball of sand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or reach their hand into... Bugs to flip a switch. Where were the snakes? <laughs> they didn't have snakes. They, they have were snakes. they. They saved the snakes for later. Surely there's going to be snakes involved in something. But yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed that. I like all the puzzles that they went through and everything they had to solve. And I mean, I really like an anagram, so I was into that. I feel like I would have been right there, solving the puzzles right along with them. I could just fit right in. But you know what? Skipping ahead a little bit to favorite character. You read this first. Yes. And texted me, you are April. Oh my God, Amanda, you are April. And when I read it, I was like, oh my God, that is me. She even wears like multiple black bracelets on her wrist. That's me. That's me. And it made me happy.
1: Out, honestly just these little bits of pieces i was like
0: Gasp.
1: i knew you had the book mm-hmm. but i didn't know if you'd read it you hadn't said i mean mm-hmm. we don't always tell each other you know where we are in the stages of reading right um only if we're summarizing the book that's really what we know mm-hmm. um and i was like i have i have to tell you i have to get this off my chest because every panel april is in I'm like it's a so yeah, I'm I'm I'm. When I sent it to you, I was like, "You've either read it, great. You've either read it, like, don't know, or you you might have read it, insulted. But you can't be insulted by April because April is yeah. like, she's my favorite character out of them. Yeah,
0: she's mine too. An
1: an un- un- unexpected little dynamo. She's teeny tiny pocket sized for travel convenience,
0: but she is strong." She literally. Yeah. She broke an arm off a statue. Uh-huh. She won an arm wrestling match with a statue.
1: Don't mess with her.
0: No, but she used her smarts. She used leverage to break his arm off.
1: That's and it was adorable.
0: Science. science. Yes. And she slingshots a scrunchie into the river monster's eye. Like, she knows what's up.
1: She does. She does. She's an absolute badass. I love April. I love April. Me too. Ripley, me what too. the heck is going on with Ripley? Like Ripley stressed Ripley. me out a
0: little bit. Really? <laughs> yes. Cuz Ripley doesn't always pay attention to what is going on around her and then she just cannonballs into the situation. Literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I felt she felt to me like a kid's sister. She was She was written younger than all of the rest of the Lumberjanes. And then I was kind of wondering, well, like, why is she in the cabin with them? Why is she a part of this group? She fits right in, famously, but she felt like a kid's sister.
1: I think she might have been, like, the youngest Lumberjane.
0: She acted like the youngest Lumberjane. Which is tiny and adorable and fine. But... She felt maybe 12 to me while the other ones were older than that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I
1: agree. Um, I certainly get an older age from, like, Joe feels a little bit more mature. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I can see where you're coming from. Ripley is impetuous. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was sweet seeing Molly and Mal as well. Like the concern when Molly gets the bruise on their arm, and Mal's like, Oh, I didn't mean to hurt you. And it's like,
0: Oh, just bring a
1: kiss already.
0: I know, right? And she's like, I'm totally fine. It's not any big deal at all. Don't worry about it. She's like, Oh, but you're wrong. Oh. To be fair, that's one of the things I loved about it. I mean,
1: we're saying about the found family, but they genuinely care about each other. They're genuinely they looking after each other yes. and making sure that everybody is is succeeding and being the best. Like when they find the bow and arrow, there's no squabbling. It's you take it. You have your Robin Hood badge. You know what you're doing with this. So you're the yes. most, you know, logical person to take this best leave a note, because we're not, you know, we're not being polite, we're not being rude. Yeah.
0: But there's just, there's no um, competition between them. No. It's just this drive No, they they know each other's strengths, and they support each other's strengths. Yes.
1: Yes. So for all the fact I'm not an outdoorsy person, I want to be a lumberjane. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I'm in it for the mysterious creepy stuff.
0: Right. I wanna go and investigate to touch the touch a yeti.
1: Cult. Yeah, I want to go and touch a yeti and investigate the cult. I mean Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to do that too. 100 cool. <laughs> percent Especially touching a yeti.
1: Don't touch the yeti.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of them almost touched me. <laughs> <sighs> 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 yeah. I'm touching a yeti. Deal with it. Were you surprised by anything? Um, rabbit boy scouts. <laughs> Me too. The, my the boy campers going bonkers is like the notes that I wrote down. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it was out of left field. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I. I, I, I mean. There had to be something up. There had to be something weird because, hello, this is Lumberjanes. But yeah, I wasn't expecting rabid Boy Scouts. And the they're, 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 the camp director, going to go and, fish and wrestling, and, and wrestle the fish out of a bear.
0: I loved how ridiculous he was. <laughs> I think all of my favourite quotes are maybe from him.
1: I think so too. They're all very shouty. There's a lot of shouting, a lot of exclamation <laughs> points and yes. capitalizations a lot
0: this. of capital letters yes
1: yes which i appreciate it's not yes. even an abundance it's a suitable amount of capital letters
0: so good <laughs> it's wonderful everything about it is tiny and adorable do you have any surprises just the same the the bunker's boy campers for sure <laughs>
1: for but sure tell me your ways how do you keep them in line <laughs> the mess is no mess
0: and then they go rabid that's how <clears throat> that's how they keep everything organized ah. <laughs> that
1: makes sense
0: <gasps>
1: yes <laughs> I mean it really after I read the first one I've really just wanted to read the rest and I haven't I've purposely not so I can not be influenced sure like the most I've done is look into the characters to find out, you know, like how Joe and April are related, and did Molly and Mal get together? Because I had to have that spoiled. I think I need that. I needed you to share to that. So. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I had to find out. But it was really, really good. I really like the, the, the 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 camp director as well for the Lumberjanes. I love yes. her style. Her big red cat's eye glasses.
0: Yes, and her tattoos. Yes. Rosie she, is her name. Yes, right? I I can yeah. honestly
1: see that as a cosplay, and it would be amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, yeah Rosie was pretty great.
1: I also interested that she. And...
0: Sorry. Oh, I was. I just I was gonna add that I like Rosie because you know Jen is freaking out about the girls disappearing and exploring and doing all this stuff, and Rosie's like, yeah, I'm into it. And guess what? It's gonna get weird. And they're like, Yay.
1: <laughs> Here's a badge. For
0: being Here's funny. a badge. Go and do more weird stuff. Love
1: it. Now, I was thinking, I like the fact that there's so many of them now. So when we're like, ooh, what can we do? We can dip in. Uh, yes, if we ever
0: need to fill in a spot. Yes. We've got an automatic placeholder.
1: Perfect.
0: Um, do you think Ripley took the green
1: gem from Rosie's bathroom? Yes. And what the heck is the, the rings? I'm thinking it's got to be something you do with the cult, but we're not going to find out unless we read on.
0: Right. So we are going to have to read on so we can find out.
1: Oh, shucks. Oh, no. <sighs> Hope the yetis are in again.
0: Me too. They were too beautifully drawn to not be included. Those nipples. I know. The majestic facial hair. I know. Such gentlemen. Or gentle ladies. Or gentle persons. Gentle beasts. Gentle yetis. Gentle cryptids.
1: Yes, I love a cryptid. Yeah.
0: Especially when they're gentle. Yes. Anyway. anyway it's time. <laughs> I think it is time. It <laughs> is time indeed. Okay. But you know, it's a little different this it time. Because, spoiler alert, we may or may not be doing this out of order. Oops. So we may or may not have comments.
1: I may or may not be in the woods touching a Yeti right now.
0: It's true. It, it, you know, it's really hard to say what is actually happening in the realistic real world timeline right now. Yeah. Where are we? What are we doing? Who no. knows? No one can say.
1: So we're going to dive in and we're not going to have any list of comment this week. No. But thank you if you
0: have commented. Yes. I'm curious because we're still going to post the question that we would ask. So I'm curious as to what the the answer is going to be. Should we make a bet? Yes. Although no one will know. We'll have to report back. In a few episodes after the timeline has readjusted itself.
1: Yes. Hopefully not creating a paradox. What's your guess? Well, what's the question? Would you rather go canoeing with Jen or go for a hike with Jen? Jen is a subjective character.
0: Jen is not important. The important thing is would you rather... Canoeing
1: versus hiking.
0: Yes. Yes. Hike canoe hike canoe,
1: um, I'm gonna say hike.
0: I'm gonna say canoe. Okay. Because that's loser what I would buys, rather do.
1: Loser buys the hot dogs, or the
0: Waffle House breakfast. Waffle House, yes. Okay. Yeah, I I would rather go canoeing than hiking. I like to do both. But I feel like canoeing is cooler, like, temperature-wise, because you're on the water. And if you get hot, you can just, you know, reach over the side, splash some water on you, and keep going. But hiking, you know, and sometimes hiking, sometimes hiking goes up high. And I don't love that. Mm. I don't love going up high. So, I'm gonna go canoeing because you know, like rivers don't go high up into the air,
1: they go down waterfalls and rapids.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to do that, I don't want a white water raft, I just want a gentle canoe. Okay, what are you doing? What do you want to do? I'm going hiking. Okay, I've never been canoeing,
1: and I've I, you know, when canoes like capsize. Uh-huh. That terrifies me. I I can swim, but I'm not the strongest swimmer.
0: Drowning is not days. a good way to go, as no, we learned.
1: I, I can tread water for days. But I'm not the strongest swimmer, so if my canoe was to capsize, it would probably send me into a panic. Mm-hmm. Um so I just I can't do it. You can't you can't drown in a hike. <laughs> Plus, there's always a chance I can touch a yeti.
0: It's true. You could always touch a yeti. Okay. <laughs> I What's like it. What's next question? Hmm. Would you rather arm wrestle Mr. Talking Statue or outrun the big bosom owl head statue? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now you see, the big bosom is going to distract me and I'll trip over and fall and then the owl head aspect with her scythe is going to get me. So I'm going to try and arm wrestle Mr. Talking Statue because all you need is leverage.
0: Yes, I believe I agree with you for pretty much the exact same reason. (laughs) Um, Also, just looking ahead mr talking statue had one of my favorite quotes so just look forward to that in a little bit but i, I like mr talking statue so i want to <laughs> arm wrestle him nice what's the next one you have to ask the next one it's your turn oh it's turn. me it's I'm... your turn is it
1: i'm totally out of order would you rather follow the bear woman or Yashi tracks into the forest I think my answer is self explanatory. Why
0: is this even a question? Yeti tracks.
1: Yeti tracks. Yeti tracks.
0: All All the way. way. We don't even have to, like, even discuss it because everyone knows. See all previous comments. Yes. See our current Yeti ish shirts. Claire's hat. We're all about the
1: yetis. (laughs) Should have put my yeti toy upstairs. Should have. He's on the (laughs) sofa.
0: Next question. Next question. Would you rather solve the Fibonacci puzzle or the anagram puzzle?
1: Anagram puzzle. I don't feel like there's an immediate threat with it where the Fibonacci. You know, if you miss one step, it's difficult to take a step back because it's all these p- pillars everywhere.
0: Yeah, and also they're crumbling out from underneath you, so if you miss it and don't immediately correct yourself, <sighs> Fallen into a pit. Plus, they were doing math.
1: Yeah. It's too high pressure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I can't do math that fast, but I and I I'm a fan of a anagram, like I've said a thousand times in this episode already.
1: That's the thing with an anagram. Sometimes you can see it and it just clicks. You just put, you can see see it straight away. Yeah, but but sometimes you need to sit and really think about it. And at least in the dorm room, you can sit and think about it.
0: Sure. Yeah. You can take your time. It yeah. doesn't feel as rushed. Exactly. But also, like, if you don't solve the anagram, then you can't get out of the room. You can't proceed. So you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So it is a little bit life and death, but less life and death than the Fibonacci puzzle.
1: Yes, it's less immediate.
0: Yes, there is some danger.
1: It's that level of, it's the threat level is lower.
0: Yes. 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 Last question?
1: Would you rather oops, get your Up All Night badge, Robin Hood badge, Navel Gauging badge, Everything Under the Sun badge, or Pungent Master badge?
0: Again, why is this even a question? Pungent I Master. Know. Pungent exactly. Master all the way.
1: Pungent Master first, Up All Night second.
0: Yes, that's my to same fair, exact answer. I think,
1: I think I've already earned them, so, you know.
0: Right, yeah. So maybe we should pick a different one because we probably both already have the Pungent Master and the Up All Night badges. No, want to get them again. <laughs> you want to get them again? Does it work that
1: way? Again. Yes, I want to get the executive version. It's got shiny bits on. Hmm.
0: I wouldn't mind getting the naval gauging badge
1: because, like Hood I said, I canoe. would
0: I would canoe. So
1: I would do the Robin Hood badge. I've done archery. It's wicked fun. I have I had a horrible bruise in my bosom though. I think I took oh, a picture on your and giant sent it albism.
0: to
1: you. Yes. Yeah, I I think I took a picture and sent it to you. I was like, look at my booby Look, at yeah. bosom.
0: Yeah, I have that. I framed it.
1: All purples and blues and greens and yellows. It was nasty. Just nasty. But it was fun. It was fun. I would love to do archery lessons. I'd love to take proper classes and learn how to actually fire a ball So if I can't have my punching master badge and I can't have my up all night badge, I want the Robin Hood badge.
0: Okay. Do you know what I want to do? apart from everything that you just talked about i want to try to throw an axe do there's you have a- that yeah there's a restaurant th- that's not too far away from me that it's like it's pizza they have pizza and they have salads and they have axe throwing
1: Now you see this place is just an axe throwing it doesn't have pizza it's missing a trick yeah oh my god
0: I want to try it. I want to try it.
1: Right, add that onto the list as well.
0: Yes, Waffle House, axe throwing.
1: Yes, yeah, so we'll do Waffle House in the morning. We'll do axe throwing and pizza for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then
0: we'll take a nap popcorn. in between.
1: Yes, and we'll have another nap before popcorn and movies.
0: Yes, that sounds like a perfect, di- perfect day. Eww. One day it'll happen. One, One day. day. One day. One, One day. If we
1: have day. loads more Patreons, that would help.
0: It really <laughs> would. Give us some money, okay?
1: <laughs> and if you're close by, you can meet you know, waffles. Yes,
0: you can. Will
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> will
0: You know, if we, we ever do, you. if we ever do fictional Hangover in Vegas, which we have talked about before, there's probably a place to throw axes in Vegas. Uh, or nearby. Yeah,
1: it's called the Strip.
0: <laughs> just, let's just take axes out into the middle of Las Vegas. See what happens. <laughs> Without hurting anyone, please.
1: It could be rubber axes. Form axes.
0: Yes. I think it's We could fine. all just
1: get dressed up as Lumberjanes.
0: We should. But Rosie. No, we'll all get dressed up as Rosie's. Mm, no, I'm going to be April.
1: You'd be April. Yeah, you've got to be in your little Red Riding Hood outfit and your torch. Flash, flash. <laughs>
0: Anywho, anyway, moving on. Moving on to favorite final thought quote. What do uh, you got? Go-
1: there's so many. There's so many, but I'm just going to give you four. Okay. I'm just decide on four. Um, poor <laughs> Jen. I should have taken that internship with the space program. It would have been less of a headache.
0: Oh, poor Jen.
1: The river monsters are everywhere. We are never safe. <laughs> Woohoo! Math and science and logic to the max. And finally, what did we learn today? That our worst nightmares are real and we should be totally afraid of them because they are coming to get us. <laughs> Which is probably my favourite.
0: Yeah. I'm. What have you got? I'm pretty sure I sent you a picture of that panel while I was reading it, like, and squeed about it. That was a good one. Yes, you did. And I was like, hee hee hee, it's already written down. Hee <laughs> hee <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, let's see. I've got three. Or I guess four. We can add in a fourth one, since you did four. Or maybe five. Or all of them. Ones. Or I'm just going to sit down and read the entire comic to you yeah, just do that, it's easier. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to pick which one I want to start with. <laughs> I'm going to catch a fish by wrestling it away from a bear. <laughs> Slightly before that, what the bee jabbers is going on here? <laughs> or maybe it was after. I can't remember which order of those came in. Bee jabbers related to them. <laughs> I might be Bejabbers. Bejabbers. What the bejabbers is going on here?
1: I don't know what the bejabbers is going on.
0: I will snap your twig arms like twigs for your arrogance. <laughs> that, that was Mr. Talking Statue. Mm-hmm. And then I think finally we should end this segment with friendship to the max.
1: She punches her hat off
0: good job alright if you liked this try this what are you suggesting I've
1: gone down the wire, queer graphic novel magic and fantasy roots okay
0: okay with okay.
1: The Witch Boy by Molly Knox Osterga yes everyone in Aster's family is born with magic boys grow up to be shapeshif- shifters, girls into witches no exceptions but Asta can't seem to get the hang of shape-shifting. Instead, he spends his time spying on the witchery lessons the girls are getting. He seems to have a knack for casting spells and wants to know more, but the only person he can share his growing gift with is Charlie, a girl from the non-magical side of town. Then, during a night, a shape-shifting practice, one of the boys goes missing. Asta knows he can search for the boy with the witchcraft he's been secretly learning. Could breaking his family's most important tradition save the day or ruin it?
0: everything oh no hopefully it will save the day cuz yikes what have you got I am suggesting something slightly different I am suggesting a nonfiction this time it is called the fire never goes out and it is a collection of essays and many comics from Noel Stevenson's early life. Uh-huh. And I I feel like I should just say out loud that Noel Stevenson, in author form, author illustrator form, is called Noel Stevenson, but mm-hmm. in their personal life, they prefer to be called N.D. Stevenson. So we have you might have noticed that we've gone back and forth saying Indy and Noelle. And that is why. That is why we have done it. And any, anyway, here's... Um, I'm just going to read this description, and it's mostly going to be pretty much what I just said. So I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> in a collection of essays and personal mini-comics that span eight years of her young adult life, author, illustrator Noelle Stevenson charts the highs and lows of being a creative human in the world. Whether it's hearing the wrong name called at her art school graduation or becoming a National Book Award finalist for her debut graphic novel, Nimona, Noelle captures the little and big moments that make up a real life with a wit, wisdom, and vulnerability that are all her own. Sounds interesting. It's very cute. I started reading some of it last night. I read probably about a quarter of it and it's sweet and cute and also tough
1: yeah yeah
0: I think it's important to read it though
1: yeah I can't imagine what it's like for somebody not being able to be who they really are yeah. and it's important to read those books it is also Nimona, Nimona. read that
0: Read Nimona! or <laughs> we'll
1: go and check out episode 149 of this fair podcast.
0: Yes. Spoilers,
1: <laughs> Science! Do we... <laughs> do we... <laughs> Read it, listen to our episode, and then when it's on Netflix, you can watch it with us.
0: Yes, and also listen to the audiobook, because it was great.
1: Oh, the audiobook was really good. Um, do you have an indie podcast? Uh, indie podcast? Indie...
0: We Spotlight are an, in- we are an indie even. podcast, I guess. Yeah. Except for not really. We've been around for a while.
1: Well, we're still independent. That's we're not true. produced by anybody. Yeah, you know? no one... we are the producers.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Wow. What responsibility and power
0: we wield. I know. There's so much power. There are so many things that I could do to just sabotage us completely in editing, but why would I ever do that?
1: <laughs> well, I'm not unconvinced that. I'm not even gonna try and say it Well, I said last week again. Jubapel Claude is, is in any way, shape, or form been reduced down to its some parts. Half the episode from last week is me saying Jumapel Claude, but the other way, because i not I refuse to acknowledge it exists anymore. That word, that entire word, has now changed in my lexicon to Jubapel Claude. <laughs>
0: Nope. Broken. <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to just grab the clip of <laughs> you trying, Insert Are you trying clip, yeah. to say or arcane reciprocity. It do not so you <laughs>
1: Why don't you be nice? <laughs> just do the right one and then you can save that travesty for right now
0: it's, no it's just everywhere all the no. time <laughs> <It's everywhere. sighs>
1: too much power
0: okay um what indie spotlight indie spotlight yes professionalism please This one is called, it's a graphic novel. It's called The Boston Metaphysical Society by Madeline Holly Rosing. The year is 1895. Imagine an alternate steampunk history where ghosts and demons are a normal part of life. Families, known as the Great Houses, control the economy of the great states of America, and the middle and lower class Irish's sole purpose is to not only serve them, but to rid their lives of supernatural beings. This is the story of an ex-Pinkerton detective, a spirit photographer, and a genius scientist who work together to battle these supernatural forces. They are the Boston Metaphysical Society. Wish them luck. They are going to need it. I think that sounds really good. And I believe there's also an audiobook version of this with a full cast.
1: Ooh. Ooh. That's me intrigued.
0: Yes, indeed. So anyway, that's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. Join us next time as we discuss another spiteful Baker book, A Wizard's Guide to Defensive Magic by T. Kingfisher.
1: can find us at fictionalhangover.com follow us on instagram at fictionalhangover. find us on facebook at facebook.com slash fictional hangover and on twitter at fictional no er if you'd like this episode check out our others and rate review and subscribe so you don't miss out and finally special thanks to liz emerson for our music you can find her on facebook and patreon thanks for listening